can do it! You can do it! You can do it! You can do it! You can do it! Alright. Welcome to the Father's Sphere, everybody. And today we're gonna talk about uh, talk talk to dads about how you can do it. I don't think it was clear. Um, Just well, in case I re I, I did my best Rob Schneider impression. That was all you. Was it? Yeah. You, were, you Am I getting in trouble like copyright infringement for saying that I did it versus Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> You're. All, I, I think that's beyond the. Uh, there's like a timeline on that, right? Uh, probably something like old, that. All those I don't Rob Schneider's are old. I don't know, man. You were in the movie industry. I don't know. Yeah, we're good. You talk about music, and then I might know a little something more. But anyway, you Chris, can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Chris Sandler here with JD on the Father Sphere talking about you can do it. What is you can do it? It's all about how dads are encouragers to their kids and how you should be saying, you can do it to That's your kids. Good. It's a big deal. So, you know, in, in past podcasts, JD, I've mentioned my mom a lot. My mom, you know, was a great mom hilarious mom haven't even got into mom stories yet that will make you laugh your butt off here's the deal i again i said this before i love my mom but my mom has some hilarious stories sure she does and people will think i'm borderline disrespectful not at all <laughs> these are true stories i'm just telling a story about some real stuff that happened with my mom okay so the bottom line is my mom had a big influence in my life, just like my dad did. And uh, um, I wanted to kick the show off today just talking about how dads are encouragers to their kids. And I, I want to call my mom. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to call my mom. Now, my mom doesn't, she's never heard a podcast before. She's not <laughs> even going to know what's going on. You're going to see how my mom and I interact. It's going to be a lot of She's fun. She's going to wonder who was a second voice in the yeah. phone. Is. <laughs> oh, totally. She'll be like, who's that? We must be on a party line. <laughs> For those who are born like, you know, in the mid 80s, you know, back in the days where they had copper wires running mm -hmm. through the ground. I mean, they still do. But, you know, and you had the phone that sat on the wall, not in your pocket. <laughs> Uh, there was people that used to be like, hey, you know, let's just, they'd, they'd be connected to their neighbors and, you know, you'd pick up the phone and Gladys from next door was on the phone, right? Party line. That's what a party line is. That's your history lesson for today. Your telephony history lesson. All right. I'm calling my mom right now. We're going to, we're going to skit Mama Sandler's bit of wisdom about dads and how they can encourage their kids. So here we go. Here we go. This will be great. We'll see if my mom. Yeah. Hey, mom. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's your. It's your baby boy, Chris. My favorite one. Oh yeah, mom. Um, I, right now you are being recorded on my podcast. Well, I'll be darned. Well, how about that? Hi. How about that? <laughs> so I got my friend JD here. On the podcast, hi. say hi, JD. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, JD. <laughs> All right, so mom, you know I talked to you about podcast. It's called the yes. it's called the Father Sphere, right? And we're in, yes. we're we're all about encouraging encouraging dads to be great dads, right? Yes. So your name comes up. I talk about you a lot on on the podcast. 
Don't tell them about the toilet thing. (laughs) (laughs) Mama, I'm not making any promises. I'm not yeah, I bet you already. I bet you already told I, JD. No, I, I haven't even talked about that. Way to, okay, good. Way, way to go ahead. And I am going to talk about it because you oh, brought Lord. it up. That gives me the gives me the permission. Not this podcast though, but I'm going to talk oh. about it now that you said something. Oh no. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, but we're not talking about. Uh, the, I can't hear. We're not talking about the toilet thing, Mom. Okay, good. So we're talking today about how dads are encouragers to their kids. Okay. So so I wanted to get your take on what you think dads could do to encourage their kids or or even just things that dads do that encourage their kids. What do you think about that, Mom? Well, first thing is that in the old days, dads would never hug their kids, especially their boys. But hugs are so, so crucial. They say so much without words. Also, telling the son or the daughter, I love you. I think you're special. Uh, And you can be whatever you want to be. Just those kind of encouraging words. Yeah. Yeah. So mom, did you, now you didn't, I I haven't really talked about this much, but I know you didn't grow up with a dad. If you had a dad, is that what you would want your dad to have done with you? Definitely. You are the kind of dad to your girls that I would have wanted for my own dad. Why is that mom? Because. I've watched you with your girls. I hear you talk to them. And, of course, I didn't have that. I only had a grandfather who didn't say much of anything that raised me. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, good words, Mom. So, to recap, dads got to hug their boys and girls, hug their kids, show affection, and then tell them you love them. Tell them, give them encouraging words. You're proud of them. Give them affirming words. Yes. All right. Good advice, Mama. Perfect advice, yep. Yes. Any last thoughts before we go? Oh, I want to add one more thing. To give them time. Because love is spelled T-I-M-E. Yep. Love it. My mama, she knows some stuff. Well, definitely. She knows some she stuff. She raised you, didn't she? Yeah, she knows some stuff. Mm-hmm. On the podcast. All right, mama. <laughs> hey, thank you for giving us your words of wisdom, mom. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Uh, okay, good meet. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll see you on Saturday. All right. Love you, mom. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Straight. From the mama's mouth. From the source. Right there. Yep. You know, I talk about things my mom says, but my mom, she, she knows some stuff. That's what, that's what she says all the time. So I think those are, those are some excellent points right off the bat. Now, we had another podcast where we talked about daughters, and I brought up how important that was just for daughters. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say kids in general. 
affection, words of affirmation are a big deal. And I, I said both those things for, for essentially our daughters and, and, and doing that. But um, boys too fall in the same category. They need love too. Absolutely. As much as you want your boy to be rough and an athlete, athlete and they need love too. Exactly. Exactly. It's a big deal. And it's not effeminate to do that stuff at all. I mean, it's very manly. Very manly to show your kids love. I, I love one thing that your mom did uh, say, though. I, I loved everything she said. But yeah. the one thing that was really cool was how something we talked about in the last podcast, how times has changed. Yeah. Because how, how, if you don't mind me asking, how old is your mother? Oh, man. Uh, shoot. 70-something. So she's been on this earth for 70-some years. and 78. 78 years, right? Yeah. So the fact that she said that, you know, back back in the day, men didn't hug their their boys, right? But then she changed it for the sole reason because she knows that we, that's very important. Things changed. The mentality back then has changed. I'm sure that was her mentality the whole time that she you should always hug your kids. But back in the day, men didn't do that, right? That's crazy. Like it if I had crazy. if I had a baby boy right now and he was two, three, four, five, six, seven, I'll hug hug him every day. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So <clears throat> I heard uh, a friend of mine speak. Actually, he's got a fantastic book. It's Dr. Ron Johnson. He is um, he's a, a psychologist, been doing psychology for, I want to say it's it's over 30. I want to say it's probably close to 40, maybe over 40, but for sure 30 years. Long time. Uh yeah, long time, very smart guy, a guy that I respect a lot. He wrote a book called, um, oh, am I going to forget the book's name? Oh, it's so incredible. We'll have to share a link later, I think. Uh, the It's it's something like the, the power of sadness or the powerful something of sadness. Oh, Ron, I'm sorry. I'm totally hosing your book. <laughs> I will send a link out via uh, Facebook and our social media outlets um but i'll send out the link great book Mm -hmm. it's a book about um i'm going to plug his book for just a second it's a book about how sadness is the cure to um anger anxiety and depression uh fascinating read very insightful read and basically he talks about how the sadness is kind of the salve that that heals the wounds that uh cause anxiety and cause depression and things like that. Anyway, great book. Pick it up. Read it. Um, this fantastic dude named Chris Sandler did a review on the back. You should listen to what he says. Anyway, um, anyway, I had the pleasure of hearing him talk about uh, moms and dads. And he said, you know, kids, uh, He, I, in my, at least my takeaway from it, it might not even have been his intended purpose, but my takeaway was, you know, kids need moms and dads. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how in a child's development, as they grow, they tend to gravitate towards mom under the age of six. So six and under, they tend to gravitate towards mom because moms in general uh, are a little bit more nurturing. And kids need a lot of nurturing when they're young. Most but, definitely. But they hit this age where they kind of go, wait a second, I can do some stuff. Like I can, you know, I see people doing this and I'm interested in that and doing that, whatever that may be. Some kids might hit a little younger, 
some might a little older, you know, but the bottom line is there's a, there's this, there's this transition age where they're like, Hey, and then they gravitate towards dad a little bit because he said, moms are nurturers and dads are encouragers. Like, Hey, you can do it. Come you on, can do it. Let's, let's do this. You can do it. You can do it. Right. I mean, I can't do it. I, I mean, can't do that voice. Though. <laughs> so, so dads are, are like, all right, son. All right, daughter, you know, you're going to go out there and do this, you know, mm-hmm. like, or they'll be like, Hey dad, can I help you with this? And yeah, sure. Okay. You know, and dads kind of help them and show them how they can do stuff. Hey, look what you did, you know? And that's, this is kind of a natural progression, uh, with kids. And so this whole, this podcast today that we're talking about is just how can we encourage, what can we do to encourage our kids? And I think there's a few things that, um, that we got to watch out for some pitfalls because really encouragement uh, and depending on how your dad was with you mm-hmm. can really, it can be either good, positive or negative. Really? Yeah. Um, definitely blow back pretty hard. Yeah. And some dads uh, and my dad was, um, you know, he was this old school Brooklyn Jewish guy, grew up in Brooklyn all his life type thing. And, you know, he didn't have a really good example of a dad. I never met my grandpa, but, I mean, my dad was just kind of like, he just kind of, he didn't have a lot to say about my grandpa. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him that well. But I kind of got the the vibe from my dad that, that uh, his father just never taught him how to do or be somebody. You know, he was yeah. on his own a lot. And so my dad struggled with uh, how to be a dad, right? And he did the best he could. Uh, he wasn't perfect. But... In a lot of ways, um, uh, I'll give an example of kind of positive, negative. You know, like there's positive where it's like uh, your your son or daughter comes out and says, hey, dad, can I help you with whatever you're doing? And a positive would be like, you know, yeah, you know, come out and do this. Or maybe they maybe they are interested in baseball or, you know, uh, some sport, volleyball, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And I've seen dads as far as with encouragement, right? I've seen dads and I was in, I was in little league and I've seen dads just get on their kids. Yeah. I mean, oh, so it's super tough. Yeah. And, and in a weird way, I mean, I've seen dads get mad at their kids and be like, what are you doing? Get your head out of your ass. And you know, they're just Mm kind of really riding them about stuff. And, uh, in, in a weird way, so track with what I'm saying here, that's their form of encouragement. <laughs> as bizarre as that sounds. But was it how they were raised? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Did their dad do I don't know the backstory behind it, but, you know, that's how uh, that's how their dad said it. That's how their dad treated them because they didn't really know a good positive form of encouragement. And, you know... Basically, I think um, even even with that negative reinforcement, it's it's damaging, but it can't. The end result can uh, be the result you're looking for with a whole lot of damage. So, for example, um, I'll, I'll just I'm going to speak in the realm of little league. So I would see kids that just get reamed out. I remember this one time that um, I was just having a good time talking all this stuff, and uh, 
and we were trying out there's a big bunch of trats all the kids go out on the field and they're hitting mm-hmm. balls out there to see how kids react to them and i'm talking to a friend blah 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 ball rolls right through my legs and this this other kid comes up to me and goes hey why don't you pay attention idiot oh, wow. you know he's just like that and i'm like all right whatever dude like you know this is no big deal but that's how his dad like talks to him and encourages him and tries to get him going yeah on stuff now you can you can get kids to kind of turn it around because we kids are always looking for um acceptance approval from their parents and so yeah you can ride a kid and you can call them a bunch of names and you can you can have a really negative kind of um encouragement to a kid and they'll they'll either break under it and just hate your guts or they'll be like man i want i want it bad enough that i'll do it so you can get the end result that that kids get beat up enough to where they they learn it right it's 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 uh i don't want to use the word rare but it, it, so i've seen kids where it, they just take that route right but i don't think it's more of a Ten percent, oh, like it's right. It, I mean, yeah. I don't know what the percentage is. Haven't even looked it's it up. Probably little, but I've just—it's just been my experience that I've seen it work with some guys, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately, in my in my world, like that doesn't work. Like I me, I, I'm like, you're dead to me. Like I'm not listening to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> you're not encouraging me. You're just kind of making me feel bad about myself. Yeah, and I don't need that crap. And I just walk away. Right. So. Uh, that's the negative positive. I, I would see dads come out and be like, Hey buddy, it's okay. You know, remember, just keep your eye on the ball. You know, they'd give some really good advice. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, it's okay. Shake it off. Don't worry about it. You know, let's go ahead and, and, and we'll get them next time. But just remember, you know, here's some things to remember. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes they'd go, Hey, you know, Bobby, keep your eye on the ball, you know, they'd... and so, and so you got to watch what you do. You got, and I would encourage dads too to like really think about their dad and go, okay, when did I ever, like, did I totally hate when my dad encouraged me like this way or was harsh with me? Um, because I, I believe in some weird, messed up way that it's out of love and they want the best for you, but they just don't know how to do it. So they do it the way their dad did it. And, you know, that's the only way that they, they, that they really think. On the damaging side um, and the positive, either way, whichever way, we encourage kids uh, or discourage kids by the way we act towards them because kids believe what we say, right? I mean, if I if I told my kids, hey, you guys, you know, you're not going to find a guy because you guys aren't really that pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not true at all. But if I were to say that to my kids from a young age, they'd believe it. Oh, wow. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be scarred or embedded into their minds yeah. forever. Yeah. It's, that's hard therapy there, buddy. Yeah. I mean, if you were, if you, if I were to say that to my kids, even though it's not true, mm-hmm. even though they could have 50 different people tell them otherwise, but because dad says it and mom too, I'm saying moms are important here, but this is a show for dads. I'm saying dads, kids will believe it. Yep. One of my favorite movies was, uh, the crow. You remember that Brandon with Brandon Lee? Lee? Yeah. Yep. I love that movie. And, uh, and there's one point where the, he, um, he's got this girl that, um, that he and his girlfriend were, she'd always come over and mm-hmm. they loved her like a daughter kind of thing. 
and uh, and her mom was a junkie and just never around, and she just would, had to raise herself. And so, you know, he becomes the crow. You know, I'm not going to tell you the whole movie. You got to watch it. Anyway, there's this one scene. Yeah, there's this one scene where she's all hopped up on drugs, and he busts into the room, and like uh, uh, this guy she's with, he he takes her into the bathroom, and and he puts her, you know, kind of puts her in front of the mirror, and he and he whispers in her ear, um, "Mother is the name for God on the lips of all children." Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was powerful because um, it's true. Like. As parents, we have such huge influence on our kids. And if we discourage them, and I were to say to my kids, you know, you're not very good looking and whatever, they'd believe that. And they would grow up believing that. And they they would have problems seeing themselves as anything different. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, and that's why I kind of mentioned about, we got to watch how we encourage, you know, make sure... I, going back to what I was saying before, encouraging dads to think about how their dad did it. What did your dad do that was like, man, that really made a difference. And that, that touched me, whatever that may be. And I, I would encourage you to really focus on those things and pick just a few things that you want to make sure that you are encouraging your kids and that it's always in a positive direction. And there's a lot of times that we as dads have to fight our, um, Maybe it's disappointment. We have to fight, um, and I'm guilty of this too. We have to fight uh, our our discouragement of maybe something our kids do, and we have to just go, "Hey, you know, I can guide them. I can, I, I can, I can kind of turn them around." And when they're really young, it's it's a lot easier. When they become teenagers, it gets mm-hmm. a lot tougher. So from a young age, just encourage your kids and and try to be. Try to go the positive route. I think that's going to, well, I don't think, I know that's a huge deal. And and temper your words on everything because kids will believe what we say, bottom line. And also one la- oh, one thing I want to add to that is it's not necessarily what we say, but also it, it, it's under the opposite spectrum of we also have to listen. That's a form of encouragement. Yep. Listening to your kids knowing you know listening and hearing two different things you got to listen to what they're saying for you for because that that affects them also mentally and emotionally um, yep. my dad's not listening to me like he never listens to me yeah so. or being engaged yeah yeah and when your kids say something and you're just like what yeah oh yeah well dad did you hear what i said or no you, you really <laughs> didn't right yep. you, heard, you heard noises yeah but you didn't listen to the words yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I said earlier, kids, they 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 look for our acceptance. Mm. Uh, you know, one thing that I've always done, because there's a few things. Um, one is, I think acceptance from a parent is huge. And um, how do I want to temper this? I'll say it like this. I think uh, we need to give our kids acceptance unconditional acceptance. I love you just the way you are. Uh, you're incredible to me, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't do anything to change that. Right. It doesn't mean you're not going to be disappointed. It doesn't mean you're not going to be sad if they make a, make a mistake or make a bad choice. Right. But that unconditional love and acceptance, I think are two big things that we can give that, that will encourage our kids. Cause I don't want my kids to ever feel like, um, 
and I've said this to my kids, I've, I've been like, look, I'm going to be disappointed or, um, yeah, disappointed. It's the word I used. I want to be disappointed. You're going to disappoint me. You know, you're going to make yep. some decisions. You're going to do some things that are going to disappoint me. It's natural. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, but that shouldn't stop you from talking to me or, you know, like shutting me out. Like, don't do any of that. Cause, because in spite of disappointment, I still love you and accept you for who you are and just the way you are like crazy. Like that doesn't change that. That's a constant. So, okay. Disappointment. You don't want me to be disappointed. I get that. You're probably going to have to lean back into the love and acceptance mm -hmm. when, when you're going to come to me with something that dad, you're going to be disappointed. So disappointed, but not just with us, but another, another, you know, like I said, everything happens. It's a two way street. Yeah. You're going to disappoint them. And that's a, another form of, we have to really teach our kids that just because we're disappointed, they shouldn't quit the other right. way around just yeah. because you're disappointed in us. Yeah. And, and I don't mean, point. you know, I don't mean like you, you walk out and your kids, I mean like, cause you didn't give them what they wanted. Right. You know, and I'm actually going through that as we speak with my son, 18 year old, he's not doing so good in school. He's disappointed with me right now. Like if I were to give him a drive, if I were to drop a call on him right now, he's probably wouldn't want to talk to me hmm. because I'm, but what I'm, what he doesn't understand is his, mo his mother gave, made a good point. Um, you're not seeing this now. You're disencouraged right now because you don't know what's really like in your mind, you're always right. And until you don't have kids or until you grow up and mature, you won't understand what mom and dad did. But that's part of encourage. We, we need to encourage him to do good, regardless if he's disencouraged of the negative. Like, for example, we punished him, yeah. right? Right now he's disencouraged because we punished him because he has bad grades. Right. But we're actually, that's a form of encouragement because we're encouraging him to do great. Right. We, we, she says it well. You're, you're, being, you're mad at us because we want you to, to succeed in life. Yeah. That makes no sense. Right. But we're still in the process of that flow of encouraging him, which is obviously the the whole po podcast is about. But that's there's, there's so many mixes in there yep. of how to encourage. And don't ever misinterpret another child's disencouragement saying, I I failed as a father. Yeah. Because we didn't. Are you looking at my notes? Because no. that's like a perfect segue. Like, Damn it. <laughs> no, <laughs> bad, I mean, so, so I had on my notes, like... One of the big things with, with me as a dad, right? Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> I want my kids, uh, I don't ever want my kid like love and acceptance, that should be a constant. My kids should always, but there is a point where we have to chat, like we have to have ex love and acceptance, but we can't make it like so blank. Nah, how do I want it? I, I want to phrase it like this. Well, I'll just say it like this. Love and acceptance has to be present, but we also have to be have the guts to challenge our kids too, mm -hmm. right? If our kid does something that we know that uh, they're better, right? Like they got lazy on a test and we want them to have good grades, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, we've never been a grade-focused family. I know a lot of grade-focused families uh, and my kids just naturally wanted to do well in that. I've never had to... Uh, have that challenge like you've got going on lucky for you <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know how do uh, where's the balance on challenging it because you're right i mean we, we can't hey it's okay buddy it's okay oh you got in a fight that's fine you know i love and accept you i love and oh you stole something ah that's okay i love and accept you love and you, you know we can't 
it can be that um that's not love and acceptance is what i'm trying to get at right love and acceptance is no matter what you do that doesn't change but it doesn't mean i'm not going to correct is that kind of like brushing under the rug right like you just say love and acceptance, but you really don't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I just love them for who they are, right? Uh, no, 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 don't. It's like we're using that as an excuse not to have to confront and challenge and try to help our kids out, right? Is that the street term of cop-out? No? <laughs> I think so. Maybe. I would say. I would say look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> Urban dictionary. Yeah. But, I mean, but I mean, that's kind of the, that for me, that's kind of the big deal is, you know, we have to have a balance. Um, I hate to even say it balance. Like, you know, you, at some point you have to have a little, it's not even that it's just, don't be afraid to challenge your kids is what I'm trying to get at because yeah, exactly. Because that's what we're here for. We're dads. Uh, we've walked the earth longer than our kids. We have been through a lot more, um, than our kids. Mm -hmm. And the bottom line is we know more stuff and, it's our job to help them and say, buddy, I think that was a wrong decision. I think what you're doing here is not correct. And I would, I would even say uh, one of the biggest things that has helped me out with my kids, especially if I'm really wanting to um, get it across, because fear is a big thing in, in, in these situations, right? You see your kids making the same mistakes you did and, or, um, you know, uh, well, I'll just leave it at same mistakes. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get like, oh man, if I would have just been more like this when I was a kid and I see my kids doing that. And then it comes out like, Hey, get your butt up and, and do this and don't do that. And you know, you kind of, it, it gets you like, you can become this taskmaster. I have found that when I tell my kids stuff, like I sit them down, I go, you know what? I'm a little worried because when I was a kid, I did this stuff and I wish I wouldn't have because I could have been, you know, doing this or focusing on this. And who knows where I would have been mm -hmm. at this point in life if I just would have focused my attention on this a little bit more. You yeah. know what I mean? So get real with your kids and and control your own fear because it's kind of like what I was saying. Uh, I was saying in another podcast we did about girls and boys, you know, I think I think we project our kids are an extension of ourselves and uh i think in that way we can get full of fear and and ride our kids and, and get into that negative encouragement space because of our own fears and that's on us it's not on our kids it's on us and so it's for us to to do i think the other thing is uh modeling like i said earlier you know if we want our kids to do something different we got to do something different yeah you know what i mean that's uh role modeling is the it's the visual portion of their brain. Right. You know, there's so many aspects of it, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. So, yeah. Showing them the example. Yeah. I have, uh, I have, I have one of my daughters struggles with uh, high anxiety. And that is, that's a real challenge because, um, you know, I felt anxious. We all feel anxious at some point in life. Yeah. Right. Job interview or. You know, now. Having, to, <laughs> having, having to go out on stage, you know. I mean, anxiety, everyone's felt to some degree. But she's got more of a clinical one that, uh, in, and it was explained to me like this. Um, when you suffer from, like, uh, clinical anxiety, it's one of these things where it's a fear response. 
um, when there's no fear. So like naturally, if a if a lion's coming over the the ridge, your body's going to do some things. Yep. It's going to kick up some adrenaline. It's gonna it's gonna make you real jittery and jumpy because you're like your body's going that's danger, and I need to amp up to get out of here, right? Mm-hmm. And that, but and that's what an anxiety reaction is. But there's no lion coming over the ridge. Like my daughter said it like this, like Dad, in my mind, I've got, I can logically think this is really stupid. But it's your body physically reacts. And my um, friend Ron Johnson again, who mm-hmm. uh, psychologist, said your brain takes over. It's like your brain has effectively just taken over your body, and like. Your logic, everything's functioning, and you're going, why am I freaking out? You know, but so uh, that is, and so for me, I don't, I don't deal with that, right? And so it's really hard for me. I don't understand it, but over the years, I've just learned, and I, I mean, I understand logically, but I don't understand like at at a point where it's like, um, I probably had one time in my life that I probably was on the edge of that, Um, and it wasn't. I mean, I could. I naturally could just kind of calm myself down. My mm-hmm. daughter, if she gets to a certain point, she, you know, we have to help her. We have no return, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that that has been um, kind of a challenge for me. Like, um, I want to encourage her, and there's certain things that are irrational with anxiety, and it makes it really hard. And I, I, my wife is awesome this way, where she has to dial it down, like remind me, Hey, you know, remember that she can't help it sometimes. Like, it's just, I know it's irrational. We don't understand it. And, you know, there's, there's ways that we can just, you know, we have to kind of step back a little bit and relax and kind of go, okay, you know, she can't help it. We got to just ride this one out a little bit. But even in the midst of that, I mean, I found ways to encourage her. Like I, I talked with her recently and I, I said, you know, uh, I hope you don't see this, this whole anxiety thing as kind of, um, a handicap. Mm -hmm. I I said, I think more of it, like, um, it's going to make you stronger even than me because she has to do things in her day. You know, she has to have a regimen in her day that probably makes her physically and mentally a lot healthier than I am. I mean, I'm just kind of a lazy dude. In the way I'm like, ah, I should work out and I should do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if she doesn't do it, she also suffers from uh, migraines. Okay. And so there's just, she knows kind of her body and she knows what she has to do. And I was highlighting that, like, you know, in in ways, anxiety keeps you on top of your game because you have to be physically. And I said, um, to me, that's a superpower or, or it's, you know, it's a discipline that is going to pay off in the long run for you physically, mentally, emotionally. You are more aware of who you are emotionally and physically than I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm a dummy sometimes with, you know, physically. Sometimes I'll push my body and all of a sudden I'll get to this point where I'm passing out. And I'm like, what's go Oh, I haven't, you know, <laughs> taken care of myself, right? Or, you know, I, I have... Uh, you know, things with my feet that if I don't do certain things with my feet, I just get lazy about it. But with her, you know, and, and the way her brain works, she has to do it. It's, it's a, it's a deal. And, and so 
I just encouraged her. I found a way to encourage her in spite of something that I don't understand. Just to say, hey, don't look at it like that. Look at it like this. Word, you know. So <clears throat> I was thinking about um, encouragement as a whole. And uh, I'm not 100% on it. I mean, to be real honest, sometimes, um, you know, I'll let the fear factor come in and I'll kind of get on my kids. But here's one thing that I feel like is also important in the realm of encouragement. How do, how do we as dads encourage our kids if we're not encouraged? That is the million-dollar question in our daddy world. Yeah, because um, we, go, we go to jobs that you might have a jerk boss that's always discouraging you or putting you down. Yeah. I mean, I've worked at jobs like that or maybe clients, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, I hope... I really hope that you don't have kind of a rough marriage or a spouse that's um, not very honoring to you. Um, but, I mean, there are, there are spouses out there like that. It is, I mean, when we're not getting encouragement, how do we fill our cup so that we can give our kids some? Well, that's what this podcast is about. The podcast is about giving our listeners the answer, right? Absolutely. I can't give you the right answer because there is no such thing as the right answer, but I can give you my experience. What why would I what what do I do? I I started meditating a long time ago. About a year or so ago I started meditating. Yeah. My wife I don't do it in front of my family because um I'm I'm a big I'm a big time when it comes to not making people feel uncomfortable. I I'm not gonna sit there and meditate in front of you if I'd rather spend time with you. Yeah. So on my off time, I meditate a lot. I, I, I envision uh, a whiteboard in my mind, and that whiteboard is just full of scribble-scrabble and just junk of yeah. my life. And I try to erase it. And the, the, the reality is that you can't erase the whole board at the same time. It takes a little bit, little by little. So over the time, there's times where I'm overwhelmed, and we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's how I do it is I meditate. I, uh, one another, is you and I can relate to this, is uh, we go to church. Yeah. Um, I go to church not because I, I I feel I need to. I go to church because I want to. I go to church because it clears my... When I listen to Pastor Dennis, it, it it's like I'm, I'm clearing more of that slate. Right. Um, another another thing is, is my opinion, this is really, really, really important is dieting. Believe it or not, whatever you put in your body affects your mind. I believe it. So that's me. I'm not saying I'm right, but that's what I do. Everybody's different. What do you do? Yeah. Spirituality is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus. So I do, you know, when I'm, when I'm into my Bible, when I'm praying, um, meditating, big deal. Yep. I do that too. Uh, not as often as I should, but all that stuff is a big deal. And, um, you know, getting in, getting on your spiritual side and really, um, digging in to, having a higher power give you the encouragement or give you what you need to pass that on. That's yeah. a big deal. I, and, and you're absolutely right. I think, um, you know, it's, it's, we've said it before. It's the analogy of putting the, putting the air mask on your face before you put it on other people in a, yeah. in a plane going down situation. Right. I mean, it's, uh, we need to be refreshed and you're right, JD, this podcast is designed so that dads, you can come here and be encouraged. Learn a little something. 
about how we can be better dads and uh, not perfect dads. I, that's the deal. We have to agree we're not going to be perfect dads. We're going to fall on our face. We're going to mess up. That's part of the gig. There's there's no perfect dad out there. But um, there's good dads. Yep. There's great dads. There's no perfect dads. Yep. And so if we can go from mediocre to good, awesome. If we can go from good to great, awesome. Uh, and if you're a great dad, we want you on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> we want you to talk about uh, what you feel like is... Um, making you a great dad or things that, that you learn from uh, your kids or your experience being a dad that has, that has helped you or maybe something you learned from your dad. I mean that this podcast really is about encouraging dads and, and giving you the shot in the arm so you can pass it on to your kids. Where, uh, where can our listeners communicate with us if they want to either give us a concern, a compliment, comment, or suggestion, where do you, where, where can you refer them to? Absolutely. We are on the social sphere. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> Father's sphere is on the social sphere. So if you're on Facebook, you can, uh, I think we grabbed at Father's sphere, right? Mm -hmm. At Father's sphere on Facebook. And I believe that we did on uh, Instagram as well. Yeah, we did. And then our email, it's, it's uh, email is fathersphere at gmail, right? For now. Uh, yeah, the fathersphere at gmail.com. So you can shoot us a, uh, you can shoot us a message anytime on stuff you want to hear, mm -hmm. uh, maybe some suggestions on what you. It'd be cool to have a podcast just to read through suggestions. It'd be cool oh, yeah, to get yeah. hundreds of those. We'll love that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Real soon, we're going to put up our phone number for you can text us. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't a hundred soon to established. come. Yeah, soon to come. <laughs> but yeah, we we love hearing from our listeners, especially cause, uh, that's the whole, that's the whole gig right now is, is dads encouraging each other to be better dads. Not just dads though. We also welcome mothers. Forget moms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Moms. Yeah. If you are, if you have a question as a mother or a start, you know, if you are a mother to be, um, and unfortunately the, the reality is we don't, you know, a lot, a lot of fathers are not going to be out there. And if you're a female, about to be a mother, and you're you're raising your child by herself, even though this is a podcast about dads, yeah, be please by all means give us a call, give us a message. We are here to help to give you some advice. We're not perfect dads, as Chris mentioned, but um, I think I think I'm doing a pretty good job, and I know Chris is doing a really good job. I see it every day when I go to church. I see your 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 daughters are a reflection of you. Yeah, and when your daughters go to church, it's nothing. It's just they're they're happy, they hug you, you know, they hug people. They're they're embraceive. Like it's just they're. I I I have not officially met any of your daughters yet, because <laughs> I I I think they probably think I'm weirdo back in you know the back over there, you that know, recording video with the camera. So, um, <laughs> but I can see that you're doing an excellent job, um, and I I think I'm doing okay so far. So yeah, give us give us a, a text or I mean a email and hit up hit us up on social media yeah absolutely dads keep it coming keep up the good work dads you're doing great everything that you do for your kid is investing into their future so keep up the good work again you don't have to be perfect but we want you to be uh good and we want you to make conscious efforts to love your kids and be the best dad you can be and you can do it 
You can do it. Do it. Just do oh, it. man. <laughs> Thank you, Is he everybody. a dad? He's I, not even a dad. I think he might be a dad. Oh, maybe he's a dad. Shia LaBeouf. All right, look. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time.